Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Reagan, joined by John, and it is all NFL all the time for today's episode. John, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Let's start things off in Buffalo. This show sheet's telling me that OBJ is in play for Buffalo, which is like very scary for anybody in that division. But is that actually going to happen? Uh, well, it kind of seems like things are ticking towards that direction because Von Miller posted a, I think it was on Instagram, where he posted a picture of Von Miller or himself and, and OBJ in a picture celebrating, I think it was a Super Bowl with a alarm clock as the emoji. Uh, and many people took that to believe that it's OBJ time in, in Buffalo. And obviously, they've been fighting to get, or Von Miller has been fighting to get OBJ, trying to get that to management. Management, or the owners came out, and the GM came out and basically said, they want OBJ, but there's this problem of finances and all of that. So they're, they're trying to figure out how that's all going to look, how that's all going to work. But clearly, they're aligned on wanting him. Now, if he doesn't go to the Buffalo Bills, which kind of feels like, from everything I've heard, that it's any day now that it's going to happen. Uh, he said a mid-November uh, time frame for return, so we're nearing that as well. But if he goes to the Bills, like I mentioned countless times on this podcast, it's probably not going to be fun to watch any Buffalo Bills game anymore because it's just going to be Buffalo Bills throwing to Stephon Diggs, OBJ, or, or Gabe Davis. I mean, all those guys can rip apart any defense, and at that point, it's just you know 100 points to zero. But if he goes, I'd like to see him go to either the Buffalo Bills or the or the Ravens. I think the Ravens could use him uh, just as much as the Bills could. Now the Bills are probably more Super Bowl content or a better Super Bowl contending team if that's what he's looking for. But with Lamar Jackson and OBJ um, wide receiver duo. I think that's going to be really helpful for them. They've been really shaky. They've got a lot of injuries in recent memory over the last few seasons that's kept them out. But then, um, as you would know, Reagan, the uh, the defense for the 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 Ravens has gotten a ton of fancy points over the last few weeks and has been playing really well. And now they've gotten even better with a trade they made right before the trade deadline um, on I think it was Monday. So they've gotten better there, and you know that that could even be really fun to watch as well. I think they could use him and it wouldn't be one of those trades that it, or one of those pickups where it wouldn't just be the, the cherry on top basically as it would be with the Buffalo bills. If you went to a team with the, like the Ravens, the Ravens are actually in need of a talent of OBJ where they don't have the players um, that even if he doesn't come, they still be fine. So I think that's the other team that I'd like him to go to. I think that that would be my number two, but my number three, obviously would be the Rams. I'd like to see uh, him go back there because I think that would open up a lot of possibilities for this team. They've been struggling. They don't have very many draft choices left. They almost dealt a ton more away to get Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey obviously went to the 49ers. Uh, but, you know, I still like to see him in that in that blue and yellow. But, you know, maybe maybe not. Uh, and now you get OBJ back in there. Already won the Super Bowl. I think the thing that's probably going to prime away from the Rams is Von Miller calling him and saying, "Hey, let's you know, let's get this going, let's yeah. get this done," and he's been doing that for months at this point of you know convincing him that Buffalo is the place to go. So I think at this point, you know, Stephon Diggs, uh, Josh Allen, like I mentioned, Gabe Davis, OBJ lineup. Plus, they just traded for I believe Naeem Hines and, and traded Zach Moss to the Colts, so they got him as one of their running backs. So they're they're doing these little 
these little trades uh, if you're the Bills to get better. Not that you needed to get better, but just to get better because. And so if they're doing that, there's little to no reason to believe that they wouldn't just get better because and get OBJ in here. Now, like I mentioned, I think I think I mentioned multiple podcasts ago, but if you haven't heard, I, I think right now the Chiefs and the Bills played, and this was before they played the season, the Chiefs would become or come out on top. Now, if they get OBJ in there, I don't think it's any question. I think the Chiefs struggle to stop them. I think yeah. they just dominate. I think they get 500 yards routinely. Whoever has OBJ, whoever has Stefan Diggs, and whoever has Josh Allen. Now, if you have all three, you might as well just not play if you are against that person. But if you have one of them, you know, Josh Allen's already getting 500 yards, 300 yards and a half. Um, and, you know, that's like 30 points. So getting Stefan or uh, OBJ in there and Stefan goes deep, OBJ goes short, you know, it's just a, it's a nightmare to guard. And then the running backs are also really good and they've got a good defense. I think at that point they would be very disappointing if they did not get all the way to the Super Bowl. But things have kind of just stalled um, other than today where, like I mentioned, they finally put out something that, that pointed to a direction of, uh, of, you know, going there and things are actually starting to happen. Now, I'm not sure if the face of the clock is the time he'll get signed. I doubt it. But, you know, I, I don't know if he, if there's like a if it's going to be later in the month, if it's going to be sooner, or if he's already talked to management. They have the contract. They're just waiting for him to get healed enough. I have no clue. But Von Miller seems very sure that his team is going to be the one to do it. Yep. And maybe also he, the GM of the Bills is also playing playing a game with other GMs where he's like, I don't know, there's you know all these contract issues to make it seem like it's still an open field when it's very much a shut field. Um, and at that point, you know, coaches could start getting prepared for an OBJ, um, an OBJ bill, OBJ bills. I don't know if that's yeah. a word, but I think, you know, I think it's gonna be weird to see OBJ in the Browns uniform, the Giants uniform, <laughs> the Rams uniform, and then the Buffalo bills uniform. He's yep. been a traveler, but yeah. wherever he goes, he always makes the plays and, you know, he could still go to the Giants, but, Hey, nothing's decided yet, but it seems like things yeah. are finally ticking along. And if history's any guide, I think he'll be in a Bills uniform very shortly. And Von Miller recruited him to, to the yeah. to the Rams as well. He was the yeah. one that tipped it over. So he seems like he has a lot of clout with uh, OBJ. Yeah. All right, the Eagles are eight and zero, the only undefeated team in the NFL. And what do you think of that start for this team? They've got a ton of pieces. You watch them play, they're incredible. And Jalen Hurts is doing a great job there, and his receivers are really making some spectacular plays in the field. Do you think they're able to continue this streak with the way their line, uh, their uh, their matchups are coming? Well, next week they got, on Monday Night Football, the Commanders, which, you know, top-notch football right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the following week they get the Colts, and again, top-notch football. Just kidding. Uh, and then week 12 they got... Who do they play week 12? Let's see here. The Packers, and the Packers haven't been good in recent memory uh, over the last few games. Don't see that sliding or stopping at all. I don't think that stops them. And then they play the Titans, which is their first reasonable matchup that you know the, that might put some breaks on them. even then, I don't see them. I, with the way they're playing, if they can continue, I don't see them losing easily to any of those teams. It's like, what, at that point, that's week 13, so that would be like 12-0. So... Right now, the like you mentioned, they played on Thursday Night Football, nearly lost, had a little bit of trouble the, uh, right at halftime, and then the defense turned on. Jalen Hurts did his job, everything went to uh, went the right way. They won the game. Now, I don't think this is a good thing that they are having this easy of a schedule to finish it out. Uh, week fourteen, they play the Giants, which is actually a decent football game, um, and then week fifteen, they play. 
Who do they play week 15? Let's see. Oh, the Bears. Woo. Great game. <laughs> uh, week um, 16 here. They play. Let's see. No, I don't have it all memorized. They play the Cowboys, which is a division rival right there. Yeah, that they've be... got seventeen week seventeen. The Saints shouldn't be that big a deal. And then week eighteen, they play the Giants again. So they've got, you know, three games in there. The Giants, the Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, and maybe the Titans. Maybe those four games they could possibly lose. But the problem is with this easy stretch of football, I don't think you learn anything about yourself from winning a football game. You win every, know everything about yourself from losing a football game or almost losing the football game or struggling basically the rest of the season and then turning it on and winning. That's when teams become really good. And this ties into our uh, trivia question, which we haven't done in a while, but I thought this would be good because you know the first time in Eagles history, they're 8-0. Never happened before. Jalen Hurts, happy for him. I think he's a great quarterback. Been following him since college. Really liked him. Almost moved to the Oklahoma Sooners as my football team because Jalen Hurts, unfortunately, mm-hmm. only had a one year left of eligibility at that point. So I'm like, Probably not worth it. But I think at the same time, you know, you need to know what this team can do through adversity. What can they do if they lose? What can they do if they're beat down? What can they do if there's injuries? What, what, like what will happen yeah. when when something gets in their way? How are they going to force it? Now, they'll probably move through that efficiently and win the game because they got a great head coach. they got a good quarterback. they got a good defense. And they're just getting better week over week. And A.J. Brown, unstoppable. I mean, the dude is a wrecking ball. I'm surprised the Titans let him go. That's frustrating. But... Um, at the same time, you know, they go on a streak, they win, you know, all except four more of these games. There's, we're only on week nine. So you do the math. There's like eight, eight games left. They lose four of those. So you sitting at, uh, they're at that's eight right now. So, you know, they're sitting at like what, four, 13 wins somewhere in there, uh, at the end of the season. Um, and so I think if you're sitting that good and you lose that few games and you lose against good teams, Losing against good teams, I think, does a little bit to you. But losing against a bad team, that does the most. Because if you lose against a good team, you're like, okay, we tried. You know, that was a good team. You know, that was a 50-50 coin flip anyway. But you lose against a bad team, that hurts. That forces you to change. That forces you to grow. That forces you to move on. That's what I like about the Bucks right now. They lost against a bad Carolina team. You know, they've been struggling this last few weeks. They have not been able to get things going. They lost against the bad Steelers team. But now they have a chance to redeem the, the rest of the season or, you know, work on the rest of the season to get it to go the way they want to but, now with the but, Eagles. But, you know, I, th- I, think there's, I think there's a difference there. Like, I think the Bucks are actually just a bad team this season. No, and not. the Eagles are just a good team. It doesn't and, matter how like, good you are. Like, people say this. They say, like, you know, you know, sometimes when a team has, like, a great start like this, you know, they're just going to fall flat in the playoffs when they have to deal with teams that are that are much better but this Eagles team I think has a chance to do really well and like you always you know Don Shula's Dolphins they Don went Shula, they went I mean, come on they went undefeated and won the Super Bowl the so there's always that chance to. and but like even like I think that they've got I think they could they could be definitely I think they're definitely contenders. We're like the, the Rams last year right the Super Bowl winning Rams Everyone counted them out. They suck. They can't do anything. Well, there's Matthew always Stafford's, room for an underdog, but yeah, people... Matthew Stafford's, you know, you know, struggling the entire season, and they blow through the 49ers, right? They get that last Senate sack, right? And then they beat the Cincinnati Bengals, who had to go through the Raiders. They had to go through the Chiefs. They had to go through the Bills. Those are good football teams, and they're the one that's triumphant. Even during the season, they were terrible. No one expected them. Boom, they rise up, 
right? And those Bills and those Chiefs and those Raiders, they were a good football program. Those are the teams that everyone's like, yep, those are the ones we're going to say those guys are going to yeah, win, right? I think the Eagles are already pretty unexpected, but what, you, you can't predict what happens in the playoffs anyways. You it's can, true. but you, you also need to lose because you can't lose in the playoffs. You just cannot lose in the playoffs. And if, unless you have a taste of almost losing, not just losing before halftime, but almost losing the game and fighting through that or tasting it, you never know what it feels like. Unless so you, you never don't, know if you unless want you that. don't have and like sure to build character in that team, but unless the team already's got the character and they they already know. Character is the one thing winning can't get you. If you win a bunch of games, you get hot headed about it and you you can tank pretty quick. Now, is this Eagles team bad? No, not by any stretch. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they need to eat a few losses. I don't care where they come. Not saying do it on purpose. They need to eat a few losses before the playoffs come. Now, obviously, they had a bad taste in their mouth since last season, getting absolutely throttled by the Bucks, right, in the in that wild card round. But, you know, you're getting really hot. You got A.J. Brown. You got uh, Smith. You got Jalen Hurts. You got two of the best running backs. You're getting new, new pieces defensively. Fletcher Cox is playing really amazing. Just dodged a major injury to his ankle, came back in the game, beat the Texans. You know, these these players are the players that could do it if, there, if there's anyone that's going to do it. But I just never experienced a season where I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to sit back here and just say this team and this team are going to the Super Bowl. You know, no questions asked. They were best in the regular season. Regular season is always said to be a lot easier than the than postseason because that's when teams turn it on during that late stretch or right, around, uh, right about now. That's when the, the hardest stretch comes where teams put it in there all and there's a, there's a fight, there's the dog fights every single game. That's when it gets exciting. And I just... I think if, unless you go through adversity, I don't think you're going to get there. Take the bas- take basketball, for example. I mean, the, the Golden State Warriors, to get to this, that place that they were at, they lost, um, they lost um, gosh, Cl- uh, Clay Thompson pretty much the entire season. They were moving guys in and out, and then finally they found the guys that they wanted, and then they went off on a tear. So it always works that way where it doesn't seem like the teams that are the overdogs or the teams that expected to win are going to be the winners. And I, I understand that, you know, there's the teams that, you know, break that mold and say, you know, no, I, I we're the teams that can do it. But I just feel like the coach is too young. The quarterback's too young. The defense, not too young. They're, they're in a good situation, but they're too young to say, okay, we've got this, you know, these wins are going to carry us all the way to the Super Bowl. They need to take a few losses. They need to get hit a little bit. They need to get down a little bit so they can get on the other side. Because when you get into the playoffs, Losing is not an option. Yeah, winning is the only option. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what the playoffs bring, and I guess we'll have to revisit this topic as we as we. My see. prediction: the Eagles need to lose. If they don't, they're not making it through the playoffs. They're not getting to the Super Bowl. All right, let's talk about the Saints and Michael Thomas news. Now that he is probably just going to go back on the he's out for the reserve, season. and he's not going to play again in the season. Do you think? that the Saints should just keep him sitting on IR, especially since he, has he played a full season. When's the last time he played a full season? That's multiple years ago. He sat out basically all last season, this season. I think even yeah. the season before that, he was sitting out a lot. I think at this point, you got Chris Olave. He's been playing really well. One of the best rookies out of this draft. One of the best wide receivers on this entire team. You already got Jarvis Landry. I think when he heals up a little bit, he can come back in into his own. You got Taysom Hill. You got Alvin Kamara, who possibly we go into the Eagles as well. That's a rumor that they want their first round pick back. And then Alvin Kamara could be in the Eagles uniform. If that happens, maybe not. But uh, I I think, you know, the Saints team is in an interesting situation. They really don't have the number one quarterback. They're trying to figure that out. 
their wide receiver core has a couple of really good ones, but they're trying to figure out who that main guy is. And then you're kind of looking at it, and your defense is decent. But if you lose Alvin Kamara, cut Michael Thomas, you know, get out of that situation and move on to the next thing. I think at this point, with a first-year head coach who's been there forever, he's offense coordinator, but for a first-year head coach, at this point, I think it's probably wise to, you know, just cut your losses to Michael Thomas. He hasn't been able to play. Let him play for someone someone else. They're kind of in like a semi-rebuild exactly. mode. I think they're, Michael Thomas is going to stop them from either going to rebuild or stay where they're at. I think then you just say, okay, Michael Thomas, you know, you've done a lot of great stuff for us. We'll let you go to ser- seek service out or do your services somewhere else. Like we can help you go where you want to go, trade you. I don't, we don't, we're just going to get you into a situation where you need to be, get some draft choices from it, possibly fill up some cap space with it yeah. and then get a couple rookies and some guys like that. But invest in Chris Olave because I know he's going to be really good in this league. Because yeah, he's he's like already really shown good. flashes of it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be, I think that'd be the wise decision for the saints to do that. And just kind of declare that they're in a, it's not a full rebuild, but there's not a lot a full, of things that need to need to get fixed over there. All right. It is trivia question time. What do you got for me? And as mentioned, this one has to do with teams that went undefeated through the first eight games of the season. Okay. Uh, teams that have gone undefeated. Now, the question is, who was the last team to start really good at either 8-0 or better and win the Super Bowl? Now, I'll give you some options here. Yep. So, is it the 2009 Saints? Was it the 2012 Falcons? Was it the 2015 Bengals? The 2015 Patriots? Or the 2020 Steelers? And they made it to the Super Bowl? Made it to the Super Bowl. I think it's the, the Patriots one, right? It would have to be. That is inaccurate. The last team to do it. And I I knew you were going to be able to answer it correctly, so I had to bombard you with a few extra ones. Yeah. But it's the 2009 Saints. Okay, I see. Shoot. As soon as I mentioned I, the that Saints. Was, that would have been my second choice. But uh, they were the last team. So the 2011 Packers, 13-0, no Super Bowl. Um, that's their start, right? And then you get, let's see, let me get my bearings here again. Uh, 2012 Falcons, 8-0, no Super Bowl. 2013 Chiefs, 9-0, no. 2015 Bengals, 8-0, no. 2015 Patriots, 10-0, no. 2015 Panthers, 14-0. So both those teams are really good. No, they lost to the Broncos. 2018 Rams, 8-0, no. No to the Patriots, 2019 49ers, 8-0. That that tells you something about what we were just talking about with the Eagles. 2019 Patriots, 8-0, no no Super Bowl. 2020 Steelers, 11-0, no no Super Bowl. Interesting. Huh. So I mean, you can you can look it up. You just search, you know, last teams to go eight and zero. There's a CBS article on it. You know, the the 1972 Dolphins fourteen and zero. Yes, they won the Super Bowl. But I mean, it's just littered with no's. I mean, there's a little bit of a stretch here for the 1990 Giants went ten and zero. Yes, 1991 Washington eleven and zero. Yes, 1998 Broncos. Yes. So it happens. And then it's just no, 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 no. I think it's just like sometimes teams in the regular season they get hot and they get smacked in the playoffs. But sometimes there's an actually good team like Don Shula's team, and they're they're just right. Dominant they can and do they it. Just do it. Right. It's it's the difference between. It depends. You, you have to wait and see the playoffs. But like I think it's also like if you look at the timing of when it happened, right after, basically after the long stretch I just read to you from 1998, right, right after that, 2003 to you know till now there's only like let's see so there's one yes two yeses 
So only two teams that went over the eight and zero at the start of the season, or better, or better. Two of them made it and won the Super Bowl since 1998. Yeah. So it's just back then they were insane from the yeah, beginning. They, they must have been that, that must have been a crazy team. And now regular season, you know, there's a there's a difference. Well, I'm excited to see what happens to the Eagles, and it, I think it'd actually be pretty sad to see them get. That's insane. It was the only playoffs, the 2009 but... Saints and the 2006 Colts since 1998. Yeah, that are able to do it, and I believe that 2006 Colts was the uh, uh, Peyton Manning Colts. Yeah, and then the Drew Brees Saints, which is okay. Um, you know, a good football team. Yeah, those are good, good teams. Um, but I mean, this that Patriots team, that Panthers team, and Tom that's a Tom Brady led Patriots team right there. Yep. That 2019, obviously, lost to the Chiefs. That was when Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers were in, at the best point of their career. And then the 2020 Steelers are... are but 20, these are all teams that made it to the Super Bowl, right? These are teams that, you know, were the best and just lost. And point. did not make it. Okay, yeah, Like, yeah. the Steelers last... Or 2020, they didn't do much at all. Like, they no. weren't playing well. Like, the Steelers I never expected to do well, but... You know the first the first team they have in 1969. This is in Super Bowl era, by the way. So this is since they've been marketing or since they've been capturing it since the Super Bowl. And the 1969 Rams went 11 and 0 and did not finish. And then the Dolphins came in. Yeah. So it doesn't happen a lot. I thought that tied in my points nicely there, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about. Yeah. Good way to prove your point on that one. So we'll have to see. All right, that concludes this episode. We will have more coming Monday, mm-hmm. and we'll have. Hopefully, some news to talk about about the Eagles. We'll have to see if they win and this OBJ. game. And OBJ. Yes, and OBJ. All right. See, see ya. Up. God bless.